Yo, today's QOD is when you're broke, who exactly are you helping? Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Money Mindset Week rolls along with our main man, T. Harv Ecker, who's just another one of those dudes who keeps it super duper real. And today, Harv is going to ask you, or going to give you, two really good reasons for earning more money. Here's Harv. So why not just have a lot of money? What's wrong with it? Understand? It helps the economy too, by the way. And don't even get me started on that. Don't get me started on that. Well, I'm not running for any political office, especially in the United States. But I'll tell you what, and this is for everyone to hear. This whole idea of rich bashing is very, very bad for the psyche of the capital and economic world. Very bad. Because if you bash rich people, you're not bashing just the few bad ones who obviously are a little bit greedy and whatever, okay? But 99% of every rich person made their money by being a hard worker, employing a lot of people, having a good idea, working, doing it fully legitimately. They're good, kind-hearted people. And they've lumped all the rich people into one thing, All the rich people are greedy now. You know what that is? That's poor people getting their way for a very few short years. If you don't have the motivation, why would you have the motivation to get rich when everybody's putting rich people down? It's bad for the psyche. Bad for the rich mindset. Understand? You need to be rewarded for the good work you do and the value you provide and the jobs you create. Here's the deal. Your lifestyle. You should have choices. And you know what? When you think about this, this is crazy. But don't you think you should eat what you like to eat? This is the way most people go to a restaurant. They go to a restaurant, they look at the menu, and they don't even look at the left side, they look at the right side where the prices are. (laughs) And they go, 39, 35, 32, 25, 20, 19, 16, 14, 12, 12 pounds. Okay, I think I'll have that. What is it? Oh. It's the chicken (laughs) again. Oh, the chicken again. The day I felt free, there's not that much I buy differently now that I have a lot of money than I didn't. But the biggest thing is I eat what I want. When I go to a restaurant, I go, okay, I'll have, uh, oh, the special looks good, or I'll have the lobster and the fillet. And they'll go, oh, do you want to surf and turf like, you know, a little piece of fillet? I said, no, I'll take a whole lobster and a whole fillet, okay? I don't want any fat. I'll eat what I want. I'll take it home, whatever. I want both, okay? Even if it was surf and turf, it says market price. That just means it's expensive, right? 90% of the people in this room won't even order it. They won't even ask what the price is because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Okay, well, how much is that? It's like too much for you. Yeah? 
obviously, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Listen, the difference between your $13 chicken and a $30 surf and turf is whatever, you know, $17. Maybe it's $20 difference, yes? How often do you go out to eat? Do you go out every single night? Some of you do, but let's say you went out every single week. Every week, you ordered surf and turf, lobster and filet, or whatever you love. So every week, you order surf and turf for $30. Let's say you get a $20 difference, and you do that every week. You order what you want. Now, what's the difference in a week? 20 bucks. How many weeks? 50 weeks. How much is that? $1,000 or 1,000 pounds. For 1,000 pounds a year, you can't eat what you want? We shouldn't even been talking about $1,000 a 1,000 pounds. 1,000 pounds is what you make every single night when you're sleeping. It comes in on when you just hit send on your internet as to one of your tiny little streams of income. It's ridiculous, that amount of money. And all of you who are making whatever, 10 pounds an hour, 20 pounds an hour, what are you doing? What are you thinking? What is that for? So you can eat chicken? <laughs> all right. Lifestyle is one reason. The second reason you get rich is for contribution. What's the word? contribution. Here's my view. If you have the wherewithal to get rich, it is your duty. It is your dharma. It is your mission to get rich. Why? So that you can help the people who will never have the wherewithal to get rich. And guess what? There's a lot of those people. I read a story a little while ago about a woman in Tanzania. And she had a goiter problem. And you know what the goiter problem looks like? You have a big, thick neck. It's a glandular problem. And she's had this problem for five years. And the interesting thing is that this now can be corrected by a simple surgery. But the problem is that the surgery in Tanzania costs approximately equivalent to 30 US dollars. And the article was about how she's been saving for a full five years, five years to save for this $30. And so far, after five years, she's got $19. After five years of saving... So you figure, okay, well, someone just send her the stupid $11 or 11 pounds. But that's not the point. The point is that there's not just one person in this kind of position in the world. Not just one and not 10 and not 100, not 1,000 and not 10,000 and not 50,000 or 100,000 and not even a million people in a similar type of position financially to where they can't even live their life semi-decently. Not 1 million, 10 million or 100 million. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of your brothers and sisters who are in exactly that kind of position. And the very question is, what the hell are you doing about it? Well, what can you do when you're fighting for survival yourself? Do you understand what I'm saying? It isn't broke people who build the hospitals. It isn't broke people who contribute and handle all the charity work. It isn't broke people who do that. I'm sorry to tell you. When you're broke, I have a question for you. Who exactly are you helping? Who? You think it's so pious and spiritual and you're a good person. You're going to go to heaven if you're just broke enough. <laughs> who told you that? That's ridiculous. It's crazy. So 
I find this, especially in our programs, this is why we run these programs all over the world, that when people are kind and when they have plenty for themselves, their inclination is very strong to help other people. So your financial intention is not just for you to earn for yourself, it's also to help others. Let me ask you a question. How many would love to be able to gift, give at least 100,000 pounds or euros a year to helping other people? All right, good. Then what the hell are you doing about that? All right, so let me ask you a question. Let's even say it was 10%. If you're going to give away 100,000 pounds or euros, how much do you have to be earning? One million pounds or euros a year, and that's exactly why that's the intention. Because one of the things you're going to commit to when you first walk in there is you're going to commit that when you earn a million pounds or a million euros or a million dollars a year, you're going to gift $100,000 or 100,000 pounds away to helping other people every year. Good or good? All right, my friend, that was Harv Ecker. His website is harvecker.com. If you want to hear this entire talk, it's an audio program you can find on nightingale.com as well as audible.com. It is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind in Turbulent Times. That is it for me. Go to Money Class Replay and grab the replay of this week's free money class. Also, go to MoneyMindAcademy.com and get enrolled in Money Mind Academy. Doors close on Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. We start classes next Tuesday. I want you to be there. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll close out our Money Mindset Week with Lisa Jimenez. I'll see you then. Peace. Peace.